Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. Our bit today comes from Ephesians 4:23, which says, And be ye renewed in the spirit of your mind. And this Tuesday morning, the third day of 2023, the first working day of the year for many of us, it has opened somewhat damp and cloudy in my area. But as always, the joy in our hearts over a new year is usually enough to compensate for that, especially since we still have some of the recent balmy above freezing weather with us. However, the important question today is what New Year's resolutions have we made? And have we made keepable ones? Undoubtedly, like years past, in the first couple of weeks, we'll be strong on those resolutions. But then, as everyday life begins to take us over again, we will begin falling off of those lofty heights that we promised ourselves to journey on in this new year. But you know what, friends? We can all avoid that falling off by simply making one, yes, just one resolution each and every year, that of desiring and therefore trying, doing everything we can to live for and with Jesus. No, that just makes everything so simple and uncomplicated. You don't have to remember a whole lot of stuff, for Jesus said it so clearly, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And we know that comes from Matthew 6.33. Wow, how easy that is, my people. All we do is seek God's kingdom and his righteousness and all our needs. Everything else will fall into place. That's Jesus' promise. The problem, though, is that we don't fully believe it as we should. So we keep on trying to live life on our own terms, which sometimes turns out fairly well, but never reaches its full capacity or potential because it doesn't have the anointing of God on it. (laughs) And I'm chuckling here because I was just ready to go off on a different tangent when the Holy Spirit reminded me that I had promised that if God spared us today, we'd continue looking at practical aspects of the new life in Christ, as Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, Otherwise, I would have begun the new year with a most inauspicious mark of not keeping my promise, and we just cannot have that. No. Anyhow, enough talk. Let's get to our subject. And bro, Paul expatiates on the new life in Christ thus, that he put off the concerning, sorry, that he put off concerning the former conversation or conduct of the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And that comes from Ephesians 4, verses 22 to 24. Our friends, 
That's exactly what we need to do at the beginning of this new year. Throw off all the baggage we are still carrying around from our old way of life and move into the new way that's promoted by Christ. And here are some practical and easy ways. Well, they might not be so easy for, for some of us who are addicted to the old ways, but with the help of Jesus, they are indeed possible to change if we are serious about invoking the new man. So, Brother Paul advises, Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man the truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. And that comes from Ephesians 4.25. And speaking the truth to each other is about as good a place to begin as any, my fellow believers. For this world is so polluted with lies, deceits, and distrust that's it, that it's indeed difficult to do what's true from what's not. And remember, one of the essential parts of God's spiritual armor is the belt of truth. But Paul calls it having your loins girt about with truth. And you can find that in Ephesians 6.14. Then, what about these practical aspects of living the new life? Eh? Like he says, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place. That's an opportunity to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. And that's Ephesians 4, 26 to 28. Ah, my brethren, doesn't that sound interesting? Most of us will say yes, but it's the changing and then the keeping of those directives that cause the problems. However, if we are basically good people, they really shouldn't cause us that many problems, no? Because good people don't lie and steal, get angry easily, and refuse to work. And with Jesus' help, it's all possible. That's what we need to always remember, that living for Christ automatically includes his help. And remember that we can do all things with his amazing and powerful help, which comes from Philippians 4.13. Oh, neither forget we this tidbit from Paul to the Thessalonians, where he says, For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not walk, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, Working not at all, but are busy bodies. And you can find that in 2 Thessalonians 3, 10 to 11. Now, can you imagine if we actually impose that rule in our society, the amount of starvation we'd have added to the great amount we already have? Because there are so many who work very little or not at all, but are causing all sorts of problems. They are doing exactly what Paul recommends we don't do. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And that comes from Ephesians 4.29. 
For my people, my people, we desperately need to put that advice into action because this society is so filled with corrupt communication, especially with the current prevalence of social media, that it just boggles the imagination. And sadly, very little of it is indeed worthy of edifying and ministering grace to us. Then Rapal makes this solemn plea, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. And that comes from Ephesians 4.30. Now, that is something we should all try to avoid. And you ask, how can we grieve the Holy Spirit? By simply doing the things we know we should not do. By not listening to his guidance and leading. Remember, the Holy Spirit is a person just like us and thus has feelings. And those feelings can be a grief like ours, cause him pain when the right things are not done in his sight. But thankfully, we won't have to worry about grieving the Holy Spirit because from now on, we'll be concentrating on doing the right things in his sight. We'll do what Paul further advises. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. And that's from Ephesians 4, 31 to 32. Now, those are some of the practical aspects of putting on the new man and living for Christ. And can you imagine the great difference it would make to our world if we believers should sincerely try to adopt them? So please, let's make sincerely living for Christ our New Year's resolution. Uh, that is, if we sincerely want to change our world for the better. And for those of us who are doing our best to live for Christ, let's go home declaring, yes, we spell declaring right today again. Let's go home declaring or choose the mantra, letting all and sundry know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel, as one voice. In God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors, as well as with the whole wide world. Glory be. And the addendum to that, my people, is for us to go out now and share that amazing love and friendship of Christ with others so that they too can come to know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, to see positive change, one has to take off the old and put on the new, which is found only in Christ Jesus, and that's the living truth, friends. The new is only found in Jesus. All the old is found behind there with Satan and his evil cohorts. So if we want to get ahead and do the new stuff, let's get together and live for Jesus, no man, oh Lord. Every day we had to tell you the same thing. I guess, it, it, I don't know, but... 
We just need to live for Jesus because that's the best option we have. One out of two options, living for Satan or living for Jesus. And living for Jesus is the best one. So please, let's get out there today, get serious and start living seriously for Jesus. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.